Welcome back to Off the Screen. Podcast all about basketball, talking about the NBA every week. Yep, bringing you new content every single Saturday. And my name is Jordan. My name is Michael. And we're missing our third co-host, Sid, because it's his dad's birthday. You know, he's out here spending time with his family, and we're, we're happy about that. celebrate the important moments. You got to do it. You got to do it. Your, da- your dad only turns whatever age he's turning <laughs> once. <laughs> so, so you got to be there for that, you know. But the show goes on. We're still going to give you regular content, so don't think we're ever switching up on this. Yeah, and even if we have tech issues, like every week. We'll just make up new content. Right, we'll sort it out. But I'm so close to pulling the trigger on a brand new PC build because I know like my shitty motherboard keeps causing problems. <sighs> With that, we're suggesting what just happened that we recorded about 25 minutes worth of audio and then my computer lost all the footage because all my USB devices tripped out. And for some reason, our recording software stopped when that happened and didn't save anything. But we're going to jump back into it because... We just got basketball back. We're too happy, you know? We, yeah. We, we, we finally got games. We got we got a lot of games. We got a lot of good games, too. A lot of solid matchups. So we're going to lead with today's game because we record on Fridays. We release on Saturdays, for those of you who don't know the layout. So today, we had Philly play the Grizzlies. Yeah, and Philly, Memphis, OKC, Boston, Houston, Toronto. Yep, and at the very beginning of the game, so the the very first thing that stood out, Ben Simmons took a three point shot, and it missed, but he took it, <laughs> and that's what matters. We were I was so hyped when I saw it. the The announcer I was laughing at this for like five minutes. The announcer was talking. Um, he took the shot, and the announcer goes, "Was that a three from Ben Simmons?" Which is exactly how I felt. <laughs> it was. Oh my god. It was hilarious. Was it? You you miss you miss all the shots you don't take. Like he's Ben Simmons is going at it. Exactly. He's practicing. Exactly. And Ben Simmons has not taken many threes this season. He's taken what three total, if even. I have no idea. Right. Um. So needless to say, this is a career high in attempts. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not even an official NBA game. It's still just a yeah. Game. It's another pre. It's basically a preseason game. Right. But Ben Simmons we're, is looking. We're really just powerful. happy for the content. Exactly. Like Exactly, and we're happy to see them get in rhythm. We're happy to see this new system. Ben Simmons got moved to power forward, which we touched on, I think, an episode or two ago. But Ben Simmons yeah. got moved to power forward, and that has been, surprisingly, Mike was a doubter. Mike, Mike was hating. I, I thought it could have been good. It, it has I been... Mean, it was a pre... It's basically a preseason game, so we don't know how it's going to work out. But so far, it looks, so, it looks uh, all right. Yeah, it was, it was a scrimmage, but the Philly team definitely looked actually lethal their their defense was suffocating they got so many turnovers off off of memphis and they were just great ball movement ben simmons had nine assists at the half but like we know ben simmons can do that he had like a 17 point a 17 assist season high and i think maybe career high that happened this Uh, season probably a career high because like it'd be insane if like he has more exactly 17 assists that's that's ridiculous exactly and that was that was insane that was this season so ben simmons he's got it like that and yeah we had such a great season exactly so mike i want to go over why you were doubting this right and i want to go over one more time why why i said it was going to help a little bit right because when ben simmons is at the point guard you have to put another power forward on the floor and when you do that power forwards by nature are just more clunky can't shoot as well 
than than a, like the point guards available. They tend to offer more spacing. So Shake Milton, even though he's not some all-star player, came in and contributed, and he did his thing. He offered the floor spacing. Ben Simmons had his his space to work, and they did it. And Ben Simmons even took the threes. So he's contributing to floor spacing now. Finally. Okay, one three is not a big deal because remember he made a one three during the preseason. Baby steps, like, baby steps. Everyone's Mike. like, "Oh my God, he's gonna start!" Baby and steps. then he didn't. Baby attempt. steps, Mike. Listen, he moved to power forward. He's he's willing to contribute. Hopefully, hopefully, because he said this many Wait. times. So I'm not gonna take I'm t- gonna take this with a grain of salt, but it's hopeful because Ben it's Simmons hopeful. is literally with a shot could be an MVP type player. There's, Easily. He's he's got he's got a whole lot of skill. He's just missing the shot. He can do literally yeah, anything else. He's on the got floor. the LeBron build. All he needs to do is be able to shoot. Exactly, LeBron, except fucking faster. <laughs> ben Simmons, I swear, sometimes it looks like Ben Simmons can get from the half court line to the bucket without dribbling and not travel. <laughs> it looks like he moves that fast sometimes. Like Ben Simmons I mean, will take three I... steps from from from, from half court. Okay, we good now? Uh, yeah, I can hear you. Perfect, perfect. I can hear you too. All right, see? Technical difficulties. We got to the end of it, guys. We fixed it. We fixed it. We fixed it. We're taking baby steps towards towards doing this, all right? There we go. Yeah. So we didn't lose everything this time. <laughs> so we're going to keep going. Where, where were we talking about? Uh, ben Simmons? Uh, ben Simmons and the 76 spacing. Yes. So it was, it was a little bit more spacing. The Sixers actually, I think, by the half, were shooting like 41% from three. Okay. Not what I expected. I mean, it's, well, this this game is a glorified preseason game. Exactly. Like, and a small sample size. Yeah, small sample size. Right. No, it's like the 76ers, I've always said, had the talent to be the best team in the league. They yep. ha- they on paper they have the talent. They do. They have now, they have a bench guy who's like seen as one of the best vets in the league. Yeah. They, 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 their bench guy is a is an all star. Their bench guy is on a max contract. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like you know how everyone thought Chris Paul's contract was gonna be bad because he was super old. Yep. Al Horford is just like Al Horford is actually showing like kind of his age. I don't think Al Horford's contract is awful. I think it's bad on his team. If if Al Horford needed to be like the center. And Al Horford just needed to be a guy. Didn't need to give too much production. Needed to give defense. You know, needed to like just contribute on that end, and and add playmaking and stuff. Al Horford can still be the guy, but you can't count on Al Horford to be the guy to give you floor spacing, three point shooting. Even though he can do it, you can't count count on him to be like a threat threat from three, and be Although, the guy to put up like fifteen points a game. Yeah, TV, TBH having him on the bench does also make your bench like your bench player is basically a like starting lineup of your average nba team exactly bench depth is is crazy now because they have two two really solid centers on the team yeah no but it's like this this is one game was fine small sample size they're not playing their their full minutes right they're only playing like max 15 minutes right like at least for star players so like you don't have as much like fighting for the ball like to get your shots up from like Joel Embiid, Tobias Harris, etc. Yep. So, like Simmons moving to a three might help a little. I'm just like to four. I need to see more. Four, sorry. Yeah, but it's like I need to see more. Like what's going to happen? I agree, but I think this does 
set set a picture of what their ceiling looks like, and their ceiling looks amazing. They had Memphis. They're an eighth seed, but they're not a bad team by any means. And they had them like down twenty six by the half, with and it I seemed mean, effortless. If you want to know the ceiling of the seventy sixers, they have the what? Don't they have the number one home record? Yeah, exactly. Twenty five and two, I believe. Yeah, That's they can. Insane. They're really good. Yeah, it's that, just like they're inconsistent about it. They're they suck off the, on the road. Yep, they're absolutely scary. So Philly's game that was that was a cool first half. It was it wasn't necessarily as competitive as I would have liked it to be, but I mean Memphis got a bunch of rookies. They got their time to get in rhythm, and Philly just played really 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 good basketball. Another person playing well, really good basketball though. My boy Seth Curry did not miss a shot. He put up over 20 points. Went 6 for 6 points, from 3. 6 for 6 from 3. That man. That's wild. That man. And fresh off of Duncan Robinson, who will we'll cover the Heat later in, in their game, Duncan Robinson went 5 for 8 from 3, and everyone was saying he's the yeah. best shooter in the league. He can't miss. Steph Curry. Uh, sorry. Seth Curry. Seth. Seth Curry walked out and literally said, nah, bitch, I'm going to show you who can't miss. <laughs> and didn't miss a single shot. Oh, like, he killed that. Has, has Steph done that? Like, shoot six threes and, like, make all of them? Like, has I want to say he's done that, but at the same time, it's like, I'm not sure about it. So it's something that, obviously, I can see Steph doing that just because of his sheer talent. Steph is an incredible shooter. But it's also something that's pretty fucking hard to do so if he didn't do it i wouldn't be surprised either it's not something like clay thompson would do exactly because if he goes like six for seven six for eight which is still incredible insane yeah like then then that's more believable six for six is absolutely crazy and the fact that he didn't miss a two he didn't miss a three he didn't miss a free throw literally every time the ball touched his hands if you put it up it went in and that was money immaculate it didn't (laughs) go that way for kyle kuzma (laughs) <laughs> which Kyle shot oh my like God. 4 for 13 30.8% I think it was 30% right yep 30.8% I got it right here Kyle Kuzma had a rough game but he's still he's a young guy having these rough games he's, he's still a young guy alright we're gonna give him his time we're he, gonna give him his time to he, find out his rhythm he doesn't have time he's on the LeBron schedule he has especially with, with all the stuff that's going up if LeBron's gotta win this season he has, a, he has a few more scrimmage games, and he's got eight games. He has a little bit of time, but Kyle Kuzma got to get in rhythm. That's that's definitely a fact. That's a given, though, because Kyle Kuzma, really, with the way he was playing last year, Kyle Kuzma should be their third option. But it's not that looking that way right idea, now. That was but he's not playing like that. Right, exactly. At Quinn Cook point, had a good game, at least. At this point, I want to I wanna say any of the other players that the Lakers traded – would have probably been a better third option at this point. Um, like, except for maybe, like, Josh Hart. <laughs> and even then, Josh Hart has been, like, balling. Josh Hart was balling at the beginning of the season. He kind of fell back to normalness, but he's yeah. still not bad. Not but I'm bad. just saying, like, at least you know what you're getting. Yeah, exactly. Because, um, they, honestly, they could have benefited from having Lonzo because they need no, somebody. Lonzo doesn't help. They need somebody with the playmaking on that second unit. When LeBron steps out, they need a playmaker. They don't really have it. Rondo can be a de- is a good playmaker. Not this year. They needed year. more is better shooting. Not this year. This year Rondo hasn't been effective. Well, oh. I mean Rondo's out, right? He broken hand or something. Is he? Oh yes, he is. 
damn. But I, I still trusted Rondo to come through in the playoffs. I felt like he was going to do it. And I feel kind of bad that he doesn't get the chance to. Because everyone's been shitting on Lonzo. Uh, Lonzo. Everyone's been shitting on Rondo. And everyone's been shitting on KCP. And KCP you, you mean Rondo? You mean, you, mean, you, mean, uh, you mean Chris Paul? <laughs> was like, let's, let's not get on this. <laughs> You're a Celtics fan. You're not supposed to be making those statements. <laughs> it's been a while. Like, what was it? They won in like 08 or something? 08, 07? Yeah, 08, 08. It's been over 10 years. It's, it's, it's been 12 years since Rondo has won that championship, yes. But it's, Rondo it's did, what was it? In that beef, Rondo said Chris Paul would never win. And to this point, he hasn't. Yeah, Chris Paul has not won. Yeah. Honestly, I think Chris Paul, it's sad. I don't think he's winning a ring in his like career. I want to see it happen. I want to see it happen. I think it still could. I think, probably not with OKC, because OKC obviously yeah. is in like full rebuild mode. Even though they're uh, fucking they're four seed. The playoffs. They're like, a, they're like <laughs> what are they, four or five seed? And they're in full rebuild mode. That is insane if, to think about if we're gonna take the literal definition of most valuable player and then like they add the most value to their team it should be chris paul yeah it's we're going by that literal definition it's got to be chris paul i'd say chris paul or um luca because luca went up to like literally dropping 40 point triple doubles in one off season and then now his team which before he got injured, if I remember correctly, it was a three or four seed. And now they're a seven. But before he got injured, he had them competitive. Competitive. They had home court I advantage mean, in the first round. They are still competitive. <laughs> they are scary now. They're terrifying. They are, scarier, they are scarier now, more terrifying as a team now than they were, like, say, December. Exactly. Because Porzingis, who has been slowly inching further and further away from that ACL tear... Has yeah. been building up. And it's literally, it's an injury. It's like the further removed you are. And when you're young, further removed you are, the better you'll be. Same with like Oladipo. It's like it's in time. Exactly. It'll be better. Exactly. So Porzingis is scary. Right. Like at one point, there was a discussion whether or not he was the best center in the league. Like right now, I'd say he's top 10. Easy. Top 10? Porzingis might be top 5 right 10. now. Uh, I'm saying easy. The yeah. top five, I got I got to think about it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, basically, I mean, obviously, you never want an injured player. We're going to throw that out there, especially like your, your franchise player, your best player on the team. But if you're looking on the bright side, it did give Porzingis the, the ability to get in rhythm. And that's exactly what he needed because I remember, because he was on my fantasy team, I drafted Luka and Porzingis back-to-back. In, uh, in yeah, fantasy, I, I thought it, I thought it was bold to take Porzingis so early. I was like, really? and it was an still? absolute steal. Porzingis was bad up until I think January, or like December, and then he started taking off. And then the last week before the fantasy playoffs, the season ended. So yeah. I'm upset because I was I was highest scoring in the league like four out of the past five weeks at that point, and I was ready to steamroll the league. Mike, uh, by the way, Mike I, and I was Sid. One. <laughs> all right, I was the two seed, but the highest scoring um, team in the league. I just had a bunch of tough matchups. Mike and Sid were tied for number one seed, so we don't we don't mess around. We had some we had some decent teams. All right, it was an eight person league. We only had like one person who was dead weight in the league, but that's all right. That's uh, we, all had, right. we had like two. 
No, 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 no. But but one one win. Oh yeah, one L is really bad. one win as opposed to like five is is completely yeah. different. I I I was trying to finesse his players towards the end. Yeah, he tried to take Jason Tatum off of him for who are you trying to trade? Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown for like I don't know bench warmers. Yeah, he was he was taking them for 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 bench warmers, and me as the league commissioner had to stop it because you know that's unfair. Because he had no chance of making it to the playoffs. If he still had a chance, he was trying to be competitive. I'd let it run, but so, uh, maintain the competitive value of the league. It's broken. It's broken. No, no, no tanking. Yeah, exactly. And I had to, I had to, I had to be the bigger man and be the be the commissioner because he offered me Drew Holiday, and I turned it down, and I and I had to shut down Mike's trade. Sadly. <laughs> oh man. Right. But yeah. No, on where were we before we were talking? We about were it. talking about Luka Porzingis. Porzingis. Mavs yeah. being terrifying. Yeah, no, Mavs are easily like they're up there on like teams that teams that are contenders. Yep. Like, if I were making a list, it's like okay, uh, two LA teams. I don't right. want to rank them, uh, so they're Agreed. one and two. Uh, Milwaukee. I also don't want to rank Milwaukee, but it's like it's those three. Right. Then it's uh, like other teams that have a chance. Celtics, if healthy. Yeah. 76ers, if they learn how to play, like on the road. Right. Or in this case, neutral field. Right. So I think this is all the same tier where you get to that like Celtics, if Celtics, if healthy, especially like, um, actually, the Celtics might be in trouble because Gordon Hayward said that when his son is being born, he will leave. That is in September. We got time. We got time. That's the finals. (laughs) <laughs> of all times, <laughs> Jalen Brown's really good. Yeah, we paid it. We paid him. What? What is it? A hundred? His contract's a hundred ten million. You better show that that bag better be worth it. So yeah, Celtics. Yeah, it's uh, also like, okay, realistically, from the West. Okay, so like the West, I'm gonna say Denver Nuggets, uh, Mavs. The two LA teams are the are the most likely to make it there. Right, maybe the Rockets um, if small ball works out. Yeah, sure. I, I, it's it hasn't worked out in like the playoffs in recent memory, but if it does, go for it. Right. But like going on teams where I'm not like speculating on the future of like basketball, like game and style. Going on those four teams. Yep. The LA teams are old. They are. Yeah, uh, they like they need to rest and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Mavs are really young and they don't have that playoff experience. Agreed. Yeah. So I I say even if Gordon Hayward's out, Celtics have a pretty good chance. Um, uh, yeah. I'm not too worried about that. Yeah, I guess I guess that's that that's fair. But uh, I don't know because they don't have a big. And then the thing about it is the Lakers. The Lakers are such a paint heavy team and like ads a lot. Like you got you ads got a Pettis lot. Right. Dwight Howard's playing really well yeah Javel mcgee's pre- playing pretty well like, yeah, yeah but ad's playing like all nba first team level paint paint play and then lebron we all know what he brings to the table and then they still have good role players at the center position that that that's where i'd be worried for the celtics and then the rest of the team <laughs> kcp <laughs> kcp speaking of the celtics did kemba get injured uh, Kemba's been having like on off knee problems, so it's like they're just resting it. Okay, because I did not see him play today, and I was worried about that. 
Yeah, no, he's uh, they're taking like day to day. Right. Okay. Honestly, cool. there's been a lot of injuries like so far. I don't know if it's like because we're so starved of basketball news, everything that happens is, like, is on hide and focus. But like, uh, Sabonis like uh hurt his uh his uh, foot. Um, he did. There, yep. Sadly. There was a Rondo the other time, uh, like the other week. Uh, what other? There's a couple more injuries that like happen. Yeah, I don't. Oh my gosh, injuries, injuries. I think there was another person with a foot problem, but I, oh, um, Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley, yeah. The same. He's been having these issues like the whole season. He has he even played this season. He, I think he played uh, like three games. Yeah, uh, Roberson is back. Ah, uh, uh, yeah. Yep, that happened today. That was cool. Yeah, the like the clapping and everything. It's like it almost felt normal. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, Speaking of oh, um, clapping, Williams I just... left the the bubble. Who? Williams, like uh, Lou Williams. Yes, Lou Williams left the bubble today, and Zion returned. What? I didn't. I didn't even know like he left. Like I knew like Austin Rivers left, some other player left. I didn't know like uh, Lou he, Williams left. He left today after um he already played in the game and then left. Pat Beverly also left, so he's out, and um Lou Williams is out, and Montrez is out. So the Clippers, I mean, lucky for them, they have, like, the deepest team in the, the league. The deepest team? <laughs> yeah. One through 15? Yeah, because um, they, they just reach back into their bag, I guess. But, yeah, no, it's, like, like, last week we were talking about, like, the bubble maybe not working out, but it's, like, all this stuff that's happening, like, we're going to see a lot more players leave for, like, tragic reasons. Yeah, but no positive cases on the bright side. Nobody got yeah. tested negative, which is which is incredible. Um, Cause it was... Let's go back to practicing with the team. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're we're seeing stuff. Yeah, and um, I think I just said, but like Zion's back in the bubble, so the Pelicans should have him by their eight games, which they're going to need him. And, yeah, if, um... if they're gonna if they're gonna like try to make a playoff push, keep right. uh, JJ Reddick's uh, streak alive. Right. So I wanted to talk about some of the games first, but since we're already on Zion, um. What do you think the Pelicans' chances are like without Zion? Like, I don't see them beating the Blazers without Zion. Or making it further than the Blazers, I should say. And even Memphis. Like, Memphis is a good team. Everyone's discounting them because, you know, Zion and... Yeah, exactly. A rookie, too, but, like... So, John, like, gives off the the Allen Iverson. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, if I had to find a good comp. Um, but Zion as well, he's he's in a class of his own, right? From what I've seen of Zion, he deserves all the hype he got. He's getting. If Zion played this full season, Zion could have easily been an All Star. Easily, which is crazy. I think, and it's it's funny how it's it's interesting because Zion came in and he didn't really change the dynamic of the team. Really, he didn't go and push anyone else away he kind of just went in went in his lane and fit in where he where he where he went and he didn't i mean it also helps having like efficient scoring yeah of course and then ball handling fucking lonzo ball who's one of the best point guards in transition in the league so zion zion came in and fit in and he did well but brandon ingram still kind of took a step off which is well, I mean, he hit this, his all-star level this year. Yeah. I mean, you really got to 
have a good chance. They just need to balance things out, and they just need more reps. I, I are easily like can easily, if not easily, but like they have a really good chance of making the playoffs. Agreed. Agreed. Pelicans can make the playoffs for sure. Uh, Blazers, let's get back into the games. The Blazers, Yusuf Nurkic looks great. I don't know if you saw, because um, you said you never got the chance to watch too many of the games, but Nurkic looks really healthy. He was putting up a good game. I know it's a scrimmage, but, you know, it's something you like to see when someone's fresh off an injury. Yeah, no, that's encouraging, especially because they've been, they've been missing him all year, especially because yes. they also lost uh, Cantor to... Um, and to Boston, right? This, and then Whiteside, like... Like, Whiteside had, like, one good half of season... <laughs> Whiteside was playing well. Whiteside's like second. At one point, he was leading the league in blocks and everything. Like Whiteside was was. Playing I'm saying it's like he he got that really good like half season, and everyone's like, "Oh my god, he's legit!" And then you know, he got paid, and then he 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 he, he sucks. I mean, like he's right. he's overvalued. But it's contract year. That's why he's that's why he's playing out of his mind now. So Portland <laughs> yeah, just needs he, to know they they might just need to let him back. go. But yeah, no, Portland. Portland's good. Like they they made it to the Western Conference. They did. Um, I think they're just missing. Like I think I think maybe Nurk is coming back will actually help them out. Yeah. Um, how did Carmelo look? Carmelo looked. Um, he looked alright. Um, I, you don't really expect him to be like incredible out the gate. Let me look up his numbers right now just to double check. He was three for nine, so he wasn't great, but he was. He was he was playing, <laughs> and you know, being like the fourth option on the team, or third option, he's he he was doing all right for the for the first game back. I'll say. Oh, did you see McCollum missed his dunk? I did not. I did not. I saw Zach Collins had a good game. His defense was 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 great, and that was definitely something Portland needed. Yeah, it was like uh, Portland has the talent. Like they've had the talent. It's just been. Uh... Injuries that have been a major issue for them. Exactly. Portland had a hell of a first half of the game. But let's jump on to that second half of the game where Indiana came back swinging. Now, I said this yeah, in never, the... Never count on Indiana. You, that never doesn't, doubt doesn't Indiana. Matter, doesn't matter who's, who's injured, who's out, who's in. Exactly. So I said this first episode, and I was wrong. So I was very pleased to see TJ Warren on the floor. TJ Warren is playing for Indiana, and so is Victor Oladipo. And I found out it was because if he didn't, he's leaving $3 million on the table. Supposedly. That supposedly he wants to play for the team, but he'd be leaving $3 million on the table. Money helps grease the wheels. Exactly, exactly. Like, trust me. If I, if I, if I want to do something, I'm going to want to do it even more for $3 mil. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially because injury like the acl and stuff you really just need to like give it time and like do little reps and i think that's what oladipo needs and yep. no for as much as like i respect the pacers as a team like they are a gritty team work hard and like they do more with less the pacers are not looking for uh like a high like high playoff performance like yeah, we're not exactly. expecting them to reach like the second round or anything even if they do i mean they could reach the second round and everyone will be happy with that for with that because 
I mean, after the second round, you get to the really, really tough teams. And the Pacers, although they've had a good year, have been up and down. And Oladipo's yeah. not at his best. But that doesn't matter in some cases because, I mean, we just talked about TJ Warren He's, being back. He was leading their team in scoring. Sabonis has had an incredible year. Miles Turner. Sabonis is out now. Yeah, sadly, he has a foot injury, which um, Woj tweeted about. Let's get on that just real quick. Just real quick. Woj is Woj free. Is they brought my He's boy free. back. They brought my boy back. I was so happy. It was the most casual drop ever. Ever. He didn't say anything, like to say, "Oh, I'm back." He just got right to business, talking about Sabonis will be out with a foot injury. Dropping those Woj bombs, man. Typical Woj. You gotta love that man. So. He's back. He's back. Uh, but yeah, uh, Pacers got a deep team. Um, sadly, uh, Jeremy Lamb did have that that ACL injury. I went to double check after that episode, and he will be out for the rest of the season. But the Holiday Brothers playing pretty well. TJ McConnell was playing pretty well. They got they got they got a little squad put together. They're definitely a sleeper, and they could they could do a lot. But I'm expecting more next year. Yeah. They they're you're really betting on potential for them. Exactly. And or you you never know. Yeah. One, and and then they're they're in a conversation of contenders. Exactly. Nobody thought the the Blazers were going to make it to the conference finals last year. Yeah. No, that came out of nowhere because uh, what was it OKC was uh, that first uh, first round and we all know what happened. Yeah, I thought OKC was going to have them. I, I had them a first-round exit. Boy, did I look dumb. I'm, that's why I do not doubt Dame anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, Dame time. Exactly. Um, he's the cover now. Exactly. Um, then uh, who did it. they go up against that second round? Was it like the that Spurs or something? Was, it wasn't the Spurs. Oh, wait, not it was, Spurs. No, nuggets. Denver played the Spurs. Yeah, in Nuggets. The first round, yeah. So, like, they beat the Nuggets, who... Are also scare, scarier this this year, right? And I think um, didn't the Nuggets took them to Game Seven, right? I don't. Or I guess they took the Nuggets to Game Seven because I was paying attention to like the Houston, uh, the Houston uh, Golden, Golden State, State series. Understand. And uh, and like also the East. Yeah, the East, the East. Oh my gosh, Round Two. because oh, Round Two. I... For, was it Paul Pierce? But we haven't have necessarily one, clarified it's yet. It's over. It's over. Exactly. So there was. A, Mike is a Celtics fan. So oh. at this point, the Celtics were playing the Bucks. Yeah, we're playing the Bucks. Because the Bucks just steamrolled the Pistons. Orlando? The Pistons. Raptors played Orlando. Okay, and yeah. then you guys played the Pacers, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So just to clarify, uh, Mike is a Celtics fan. I'm a Raptors fan. So that second round in the East, we were stressing because Mike, they went up one game and got swept. Uh, it's a gentleman they, sweep. Yeah, a gentleman sweep. They got the next four in a row. Meanwhile, I'm sitting there stressing as my team goes to Game Seven with Philly and wins on one of the one of the greatest buzzer beaters of all time. Shots like in NBA history. So that that was what I was dealing like, with. One, two, three, four. And it went in, like, three, four bounces, and it went in. Exactly. But back to the present, man. These games are looking a lot different. I wanted to talk about the layouts real quick and how they're doing it. So, have you seen the new camera angles? Uh, no, I, I, didn't, I, would, I haven't watched any game yet. I've All only right. watched a couple highlights. Now, imagine where, um, where people sitting courtside would be, right? They have mm -hmm. a camera on a rail, and it, it pans, like, 
towards the basket. Oh, that sounds awesome. It looks really cool. It looks very, very cool. It puts into perspective how tall and how fast these players are. And yeah, I love you really like watching them on TV. You have no idea how tall they are on, until you see them in real life. Hell, even in person, unless you have a close, close seat. Like, I sat there and um, okay. So last last year, because the you know, you know I go to school at UCF, so I go to school in Orlando, and the Raptors played the Magic in round one. I was lucky enough to get some tickets to game three, I think. So I went and I went with my girlfriend, and she saw Mark Gasol in person, she's like, oh my god, he's huge. Because she'd only seen him on TV up until then. And she was in shock by just how big these NBA players are. She's like, Kawhi is, is huge. And we weren't even that close, but it just kind of puts it into perspective when you're there. Like, on TV, Isaiah Thomas looks like, like looks Matt Short. Chris Paul looks Isaiah, about my height on TV. Isaiah Thomas is like my height. Exactly. I'm a, like, I, like, so putting it in perspective, Mike's like 5'11", I'm like 5'6". Yeah. So they, they look about my height on, on TV, and I tell my roommate all the time, because I'm like, I watch a lot of Raptors games, obviously, and then I'll watch like with Chris Paul and stuff. But I'll like point out, I'll, I'll, we'll be watching the games, and I'll be like, yo, Justin, look at, look at uh, Kyle Lowry. He's like, yeah? I'm like, you're the same height as <laughs> And Justin's like, nah, because <laughs> he just looks tiny compared to everyone else. But he's not a small guy. He's six foot. Yeah, no. Right. But, like, yeah, seeing them in person is, like, ridiculous. Like, seeing Giannis in person, oh, my God, that was amazing. Yeah. So, game like, layouts. Oh, go, go ahead, go ahead. You good? Yeah, like, uh, actually, uh, did you did you check out The Last Dance on Netflix? I did. I did. I'm... Yeah. I think episode five right now. It's okay. incredible. One of the best documentaries I've ever watched. So good. But uh, there was one part where it's just like, um, it's like it was like uh, God is Michael Jordan was playing. Like whoa, when they were whoa, talking whoa. about that playoff game, uh, like that playoff series uh, versus the Bulls, like Celtics Bulls. Mm-hmm. And when you, when I saw Giannis, it really felt like he was like a Greek god. <laughs> It doesn't help that he's built like one, too. Exactly. Like, he went through, like, he, like, what was it? It was, it was near the end of the season. It was a Brooklyn Nets game uh, versus uh, Milwaukee. Like, he, like, last minute we find out he's playing. I'm, like, hyped over it. It's, like, the end of half or something. Uh, like, five seconds left. Giannis, like, uh, they, they passed the ball to Giannis out of bounds. Like, he goes through the entire court goes through all five defenders in five seconds and and makes it in damn that's like no Giannis is something else that crowd must have been going nuts it was wild yeah speaking of crowds by the way (laughs) one thing that had me laughing so hard right I was watching the Miami game and they scored so the way they have the game set up there's a bunch of screens around the court like a ton of screens and then a bunch of big screens up at the like like a little higher and then like lower screens for like the ads and everything right mm-hmm. excuse me um there was they scored and i on the screen they projected just a video of a bunch of fans screaming <laughs> and cheering <laughs> and that was Wait, so like, funny to me i like like was it like Real fans no. screaming. No, 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 no. Or is no. it two K fans? Oh, 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 real fans, real fans. If it was two K fans, it'd literally be like glitching through each other. That'd be that'd be so ugly. 
<laughs> yeah, they got a pre-recorded video of some fans, and they just they just had them there. Oh my god. Yeah, this new layout's cool. The scrimmages are like ten minutes long. So supposedly they're saying that what they want to do is they want to introduce it where, where um, they'll have live fans cheering on the screen, right? So in real time they'll be able to show fans cheering on the screen, for the for the home team. So we got to be on like Instagram Live. It's just like, let's go Celtics or let's go Raptors, something like that. Exactly. But here's my thing. I don't like that. Why would you do that in real time? That's an awful idea. What if someone is just on video cheering and just pulls their meat out? <laughs> I mean, I think it's more for the noise. I don't think they need it. For, uh... No, they said video. That's the thing. Because if it was noise, I... why would you do just, just little videos of regular people? Because if it's noise, then you just take a pre-recorded audience and you, you play that. Or uh, like uh, baseball, they're, they're literally... <laughs> Like they're literally playing the noise from that baseball game on PS4. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's MLB the show or whatever. Yeah, can can you tell I have an Xbox? <laughs> about baseball. I, yeah. yeah, I don't care about baseball either. I just I just see the the commercials about it. But but yeah, like they're they're literally porting in crowd noise from a video game. So I just assume like uh, NBA would be doing that. They but suggested if, like, they're it. doing the video. I don't know. Keep in mind, if someone actually does do that, like say Instagram Live, they lose their Instagram account too. Okay, but who cares? You just you just finesse the NBA and your meat is on public. They're not gonna. <laughs> the NBA is not gonna. Ro- if the NBA shows like the pre-recorded fans, you're gonna look at clip. You know how they are. They already do that now, where it's like someone just looking at all the feeds coming through, and they just yeah. pick the ones they like. Like a delay, like 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 they'll have like a five second delay so they can shut off or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, all right, that makes sense. That does make sense. But yeah, no, the, this whole experience has been a lot nicer than I think. It's really qu- weird because you can hear them talk and you can hear um, footsteps, but you don't actually hear what they're saying. You just hear that they're communicating. Yeah, no, it's whenever there's those quiet moments, you're like, when you're watching the game, like even like in, like on TV, you don't see them communicating that much because yeah. like sometimes you'll hear the occasional like, Ah, scream, cover, cover. Like, you'll, you'll hear a little bit of that. Right, or when they're uh, finishing at the rim or something. Yeah. In person, like, I've been close-ish, but not close enough to, like, hear them over the crowd. Yeah. But, like, you can see them, like, talk. You see, like, it's clearer when they point at things, etc. Like, I'm sure, like, just hearing, like, it's literally, literally, I wouldn't mind if there's no crowd noise. It'd just be, like, street basketball. Just yeah. Just straight up playing like that. Yeah, exactly. But that's also why they're funneling in the noise because they they don't want to like get fined for every time a player curses. Because you know, like like every time Carmelo catches <laughs> yeah. a rebound, the man's like, "Fuck out of here." <laughs> like, <laughs> Those FCC fines. Yeah, no, that's, that's hilarious. But yeah, um, back to ball. Let's we, we got we gotta we still got some teams to cover. Ball, ball. We're, yeah, exactly, exactly. Ball, ball. We'll talk about we'll talk about. So we'll introduce this, and then we'll talk about Bull Bull's game. But Bull Bull played small forward for the Nuggets' big ball lineup. The Nuggets' response to Daryl Morey was to put Nikola Jokic at point guard. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. It was, it was, oh my gosh. And I'm so mad I didn't see the game because I'm like, oh, the Wizards without Bradley Beal or Bertans. Or John Wall, like, is there really any reason to watch it? There was when they pulled out that starting lineup. 
Oh, it was great. I'm sorry, that's just like Bobo's is like what seven one seven two. Bobo's huge. He's not. I don't think he's as tall as Taco, but it's like he's up there. Right. So, Mike, did you hear anything about like when he played that game? Do you know his stats were? What were they? Okay, Bobo had, and let me just pull this up. He he had. Two goals made. Wait, why are they not just showing the points? Okay, he had 16 points, right? Mm hmm. Uh, 10 rebounds. Uh, did he have any assists? Let me just check real quick. One assist. Okay, whatever. Six blocks. Whatever. That's not his job. Six blocks. In his <laughs> first NBA game, in, or, well, technically it's not because it's a scrimmage, but in his first game against NBA players, he had six blocks. He got drug tested right after. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, 7-2. What do you expect? It's absolutely ridiculous. Wait, he made two three-pointers? What? Yes, and he hit them all. He hit one of them off the dribble, like in transition. In transition, That's off the dribble, he hit a three-pointer. It was beautiful. So just to go through this, uh, the Nuggets starting lineup was Nikola Jokic at point guard, Jeremy Grant at shooting guard, Bol Bol small forward, Paul Millsap at power forward, and Mason Plumley at center. Who's and your coach? Like, who, who's Denver's coach? Denver's coach. Oh my gosh, what was his name? Why did I forget his name? Um, let me just double check that real quick. You can go ahead and, and, and speak about whatever you want. Yeah, no, but it's like it's it's that crazy experiment. Like you know you know how sometimes teams have like random experiments and they're like. Oh, we'll just try it out for a couple games. But, like, that tall lineup, like, oh, my God, what the hell? I like, need... What, did, did, you, did you eat, like, some of Dion's, like, uh... uh His gummies? Brownies or something? <laughs> they, got, they got some of Dion's gummies. They're like, you know what? Fuck it. Jokic at point guard. He got skinny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, Jokic cut down a little weight. They're like, yeah, we're just gonna, we're just gonna fully put him at the point. That's that sounds like the right approach. Their coach is Mike Malone. I don't know why I forgot that because I definitely Malone. what I definitely knew him. I definitely knew their coach, and I have no idea why I forgot that. But that's okay. No, I mean it's Denver. It's it's fine. Exactly. But so they won, and it worked out. But to be fair, they were against a depleted um, Wizards team. Rui Hachimura Ooh. had a game high of fourteen. So Wait, like fourteen what points. I mean, he's or, a rookie. Is that no? Sorry, not game high, team high. Yeah. Okay. It's actually, still bad. No, but everyone's scoring low in these in these scrimmages anyway. So so that wasn't bad. Cause remember, it's ten, it's ten minute quarters too. Yeah. And then everyone kind of rests their players. So he did that. Oh, that was twenty six minutes. I mean, it's not. Bad. I just don't have high hopes for the Wizards. I don't think they belong in the bubble. Oh, like, correction, correction. Eighteen points. He had fourteen attempts. Okay, now I can say that's bad. Yeah. I mean, not necessarily. He shot 42%. That's okay. It's not great. It's not great. But, I mean, come on. He's the number one option on the team, and he's a rookie. Who has never been the number one option. The Wizards are so bad. Yeah, that's 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 very sad. Like, honestly, if I were the Wizards, I'd be thankful that there's a more dysfunctional team in, in, in their city. You know, the Washington football team. <laughs> 
the Washington racial slurs. <laughs> oh God! No, like when I say Washington football, it's like this is their new name. That's that's actually what they're called. For the, for the next year, that's what they're called. That is so ugly. That is so ugly. Tell me you're not shitting me. Tell me you're not shitting me right now. I'm not kidding. Oh I'm my god. Dead ass. That is. You're called the Washington football team. That is disgusting. You know, like the Cleveland basketball team. <laughs> nah, the, they have to be the played. The baseball team. That's how you know they're mad. They're like, oh, we can't discriminate against these people. We can't use this this word. We're just going to call ourselves the football team. Yeah. Like, uh, Le- LeBron and KD were sniping about it for a bit, but it's just like, oh my god. That is so funny. This is why I like the NBA better than the NFL. It's the stupidity is like, yeah, we we couldn't come up with a name, so we're just the Washington football team. We're just the Washington basketball team. Listen, the NBA is incredible, if for nothing else, for the sole fact that we have a chance to watch a playoff series with a seven foot two point guard and a six foot five center. We have the chance of watching the small ball Rockets versus the big ball Nuggets, and that would be the greatest series I've ever watched, oh just just on principle. That is so funny. No, that's great. But yeah. Oh my god, what has the world come to? The world has come to, to experimentation. It's it's so great. It's oh my gosh, no, it's just a funny thing, and they. You'd think they did worse, but again, you know, the Wizards. We got to see against, like, proper teams if they're going to run out that lineup or anything. Because I, I feel like they just did it as a... It almost feels like he, he just did it as a joke, like, just to see if it'll happen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like... AR yeah. must have been doing some... No, literally, Jamal Murray didn't play. Gary Harris didn't play. Will Barton didn't play. They didn't play a lot of their good players. I don't know if they're... I don't think they're out, though. I think they were literally just testing the big ball, and it was it was so funny. Ooh. Uh, I think we already talked about we already talked about Nurkic, right? In in the Blazers. Uh, yeah, right. we did. All but right. it's just like, all right. So Ben Simmons, go back to being go to being a, a power forward. You're too tall for a point. You seven foot two guy, dri- dribble the ball. Is 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 not him being too tall? He's just he's just um, fucking can't shoot. That's hilarious though. Um, what is it? Rockets. Let's give her to Clint Capella. Let's put PJ Tucker at 6'5 at the center. So PJ Tucker's getting abused every single day because he night in night out is playing these giant guys who are like they half give of a, him a raise. They should. Like they should give him a new contract. PJ like Tucker that. deserves a max contract for what he's been asked to do. <laughs> Meanwhile, Jokic can just shoot over people who are like a foot shorter than him. <laughs> playing point guard. Oh my god. No, it's hilarious. Honestly, I will love the bubble games just for the pure insanity of it all. Yeah. No, these games these games have been great. Moving on to the next game. I wanted to touch on the heat, right? Mm-hmm. So we talked about Seth's game, his perfect game. I think we can all agree that's kinda like a one off thing. Duncan Robinson has consistently been like one of the best shooters in the league this 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 year. If not maybe the best shooter. But Duncan Robinson came back and immediately went five for eight. And they asked him about it, to which Duncan Robinson responds, shooters don't forget how to shoot. 
Wow. This man is crazy. He shot 62% from three on this game back. And I know it's early to say, but I want to say Duncan Robinson at least has the potential to be the next Klay Thompson. I know it's bold. It's bold to throw out there so early, but I want to just put it out there. He has potential. And Sid told me to give the Heat some love today while he was gone because that's his team. So I'm going to do it for him. That is a lot of love, man. I came to that conclusion all on my own watching this man play. Duncan Robinson. Clay Thompson is a, like, all-time great. Like, maybe, like, top 50 player of all time. Top, like, 60 player of all time. Mm Mm-hmm. And I want to say that's some high praise. That's a lot of love. Listen, maybe not, maybe not at the same level as Clay, but kind of like you know, same, same type of player to a slightly lesser degree or something, you know, to a, but like Duncan Robinson has potential. I'm not gonna go ahead and say it's going to happen. Of course, nobody quote me on this shit and like ha- have have it blowing up like yo, look at this dumbass saying that Duncan Robinson's <laughs> yo, Clay Thompson. Yo, this, yo, Jordan, this is recorded. Unless it's not, I don't know. We've been having a long. No, we're still going. We're still going. This is the first long, successful stream in a long time. We're going 49 minutes now. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. Uh, so, if we, are, are we done with scrimmages? Uh, not quite. If, if there's anything else you want to talk about, I just wanted to touch on Tyler Hero real quick. They played him at point guard, and while Duncan Robinson had an incredible game, Tyler Hero did not. He shot, let me double check real quick, 5 for 14. I'm pretty sure, like, at some point I checked when I was watching him play, it was, like, 1 for 9 or something. Uh, for 0 for, that's, 0 for that's 7 worse from 3. Than, that's worse than uh, Kyle Kuzma. Yeah, 0 for 7 from 3. And he was running point Although guard. Tyler Hero is the rookie, so I don't I don't really care as much. Exactly. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not going to clown him as much as, like, uh, Kuzma. Rookie pass, and they played Tyler Hero. I'm pretty sure most of his minutes were his point guard. He was he was ball handling most of the time. He was trying to like dribble on people, like he he was dancing with it. So it was a rough game, but you know, rookie, and we got to give him time to get back in rhythm. I'd rather him shoot bad now than come back and and not be as good, you know, later. And and you know, he's been in Miami the whole time. He might have just been partying the entire time. Yeah, a lot of people were blaming it on his 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 girlfriend, the Instagram model. I was not. I don't remember her name. Sorry about that. I don't. I don't mean to disrespect you, Tyler Hero's girlfriend. That sounds worse that I address oh you like God. that. But yeah, yeah. That's, that's so sad. It's like, it's just, hey, it could have just been. Hello. Like. Oh, your mic cut out. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, it could have just been a one-off bad game. Exactly, exactly. I'm not trying to sit here and, and pin the blame on her. She might feel some type of way. You guys might get him into a rocky issue, with, with, you know, into a, like a, a bit of an argument in his relationship. That man does not deserve that. <laughs> and, and that poor girl does not deserve that either. It's <laughs> not responsible if he can't shoot. He's been in a bubble. Exactly, exactly. And maybe, Hero, maybe he's missing her. That's, that's, that's what it is. Listen, Tyler Hero, he can get it together. This was early... I want him to take these shots now. I want him to get it out the way. I want him to play it at what he can do later. Because 0 for 7 yeah. from 3, we don't want that when he gets to the important do, games. Do the, do the Rockets like 1 for 18 in like, oh my gosh. like That's a conference finals. Exactly, exactly. So you want him to get these bad games out now rather than later. Because I know a lot of you guys listening are going to be Heat fans because we're early in the podcast, so most of you people are my friends. And so thanks for tuning in. If you guys made it this far, shoot me a text. So I know you're a real one. <laughs> All right, that's pretty much it for the bubble, as far as the stuff we needed to talk about. 
Uh, there was a good game between the Raptors and Rockets. It was competitive, but like, there's not too much we need to say on that. They had a competitive bench. We didn't get to see Skinny Gasol, sadly. Uh-huh. Yeah, but we'll, we'll we'll get to that. He'll he'll come out sooner sooner or later. But it was a good game. Uh, very competitive. I missed the third quarter because I was cooking dinner. But you know, not much to talk about there. It was it was just solid all around. So, time to get into some news that dropped this week. Which one do you want to start with? Should we should we do KG? Honestly, I want to do the big ticket. All right, boom. So, the Timberwolves are up for sale. That's yeah, just like casually on sale. I wonder who 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 could Timberwolves. Wait wait sorry sorry. Could you repeat that? Your mic cut out. Okay yeah. Like who would want to buy the Timberwolves? Like only like their their best player of all. T- Yes, Kevin Garnett and a group of investors are putting together a bid to buy the Timberwolves. Honestly, it's beautiful because uh, KG is like loves the Timberwolves. Like he went back after Brooklyn Nets. Like he wanted to retire there. Mm-hmm. And he loves Minnesota. And, like this is yeah. yeah. And he hates the current owner. Yes, and the like current... the current owner and him have been beefing. Like. They, they they haven't retired his number. Like there there's just like it's just a it's just sad. You know somebody said that um KG's buying the wolves so he can just retire his own damn number. <laughs> <laughs> I saw some tweet about that. Was, that that had me rolling. Whoever tweeted that, shout out to you. <laughs> I mean he deserves it. KG Like let's see, Timberwolves. Maybe Kevin Love could also make an argument as like greatest a Timberwolves no, player? No, it's KG. KG gave his best years like, to that franchise. KG did uh, so much for them. Yeah, I was just like... Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. It's like, Kevin loves a... He was a good, like, all-star player. But it's like, KG won MVP. KG was, like, one of the... ...of his era, like, with Kobe and Tim Duncan. And KG was able to come... KG was willing to come back and even buy the team. He had that much love for the team. So, KG, man, I hope you get it because we, Lord knows the Timberwolves need some new management. And now oh, I feel like he's gonna he's gonna have to do a couple more movies, <laughs> uncut <laughs> gems too. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's time they gotta gamble on 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 the wolves. <laughs> Oof, I don't know. Do you do you do you want to gamble on cat that much? If, on, KG, um... if KG's running it, I I just might listen. This is the perfect time for him to buy it too because they got rid of that big ass Wiggins contract and they got D'Lo there so they got their franchise player happy while getting rid of one of their most toxic contracts so the Wolves could have a bright future from here we don't know uh, I don't know because no I, here's the thing I trust KG to be willing to put in the work to bring them to be a successful okay. franchise just because players have a iffy track record as GMs or like owners of teams that's true, but it's not just him. We'll see. Like, I, I could, like, arguably one of the greatest players of the NBA has been one of the worst GMs. Oh, yeah, but yeah, and let's let's like, not be discreet about this. We're talking about Michael Jeffrey Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> the best player of all time. Uh, probably the current worst GM in the wait no not 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 GM owner he, he's an he's an owner now not yeah but not he GM, GM owner. he was the he was a GM for the Wizards sorry actually um the worst owner right now is probably Dolan 
Oh yeah, so, no, 100%. So Michael Jordan probably takes second place. Like, it's just a bad team. It's yeah. always been bad. Yep. And no, but he's like, even as a GM, he was just really bad on the Wizards. Yeah, no, and he opted out of giving Kemba a max contract, but they gave Terry Rozier this big bag. Honestly, I'm happy for it. Yeah, sure, take Ro- I I like Rozier. Get him paid. Right. Just don't get him paid on my team. I mean, you're you're happy because Rozier had the, the, those good series with you guys, so exactly. you're happy. You're happy to but see him successful, I, I respect- and you get Kemba. So Celtics fans get the best of both worlds with that. And I want him to get paid. I just don't want. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. You 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 want him to get paid. You just don't want you guys to be doing it. Exactly. Understandable. That makes sense. Like, it's the Al Horford phase. Like, oh, you want to offer him a max contract? Okay. Yeah, go for exactly. it. Yeah, so we don't really know what's going to go on with the Wolves, but it's nice to see them mix something up because the Wolves have been the worst performing team over the past however long. They've been the worst team in the league for decades now. I don't think they're the worst team. I think they're just the most... Uh... No, record-wise, they're the worst team. Oh, really? For, I think, the past two decades almost. Oh, damn. But it's like, I was like saying it's like most disappointing team. Yeah. They had KG forever. They had Kevin Love forever. Cat and Wiggins. Cat and Wiggins. It's like, for anything we say about Wiggins, Cat is one of the best in the league, at least we number wise. Right. No, Cat is elite. There's no, there's no doubting that. I mean, his defense isn't, but like it doesn't matter because Cat's so good on offense that he's. Well, 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 who who was it? Who said it's like I don't get paid for defense? Uh, the Bulls player. It was a Bulls player. Yes, Zach Levine. <laughs> Which <laughs> I don't think it was him. Larry Marketing. Like... <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean that, the point that it's a Bulls player that said something like that is just more proof of why the Bulls suck. Is... Yeah, I think the funny thing about it is the Bulls are, they have such a stagnant offense too. So like, if you say that, then at least take the offensive load. Because <laughs> the Bulls' defense is okay, if I remember correctly. The Bulls' defense is not bad, but it's their offense is the problem. I mean, at least it's not the Wizards where it's like, oh yeah, you get a, you get a shot, you get a shot. Just go on ahead. Yeah. Wizards I mean... don't deserve to be in the bubble. Like if they if they if they traded Bradley Beal to one of the teams other teams in the bubble, I'd be perfectly happy because Beal deserves it. The Wizards do not. Hey, I'll make a case right now. All right, we can take Bradley Beal at the Toronto Raptors. Like he's he's welcome to accompany us. <laughs> I'm gonna put that what's out. There. The, what's the out trade there. package for that? Or are you or are you just letting him walk out? I'm saying I'm saying we can bring him on. Into our bubble team, we don't need to trade necessarily. We'll bring him into our <laughs> bubble team, and if we bring him into our bubble team, I can damn near guarantee a championship. <laughs> damn, that's some high praise. Uh, listen, we got pretty much the best defense in the league, second best defense technically with like the Bucks, but like you know, we got we got one of the best defenses in the league, and we just need that 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 bucket getter, and then I think we're we're straight. I mean, you never know. Toronto Van... did win the championship. Exactly. And Van Vliet's... Limping Kawhi. Van Vliet has been a good starter. Van Vliet would be an incredible six-man. All right. 
So, sorry about that, guys. We're back because, as you guys probably heard, Mike was cutting out a bit. So I just wanted to, like, fix up the call a little bit. But we're on to our last topic of this pod, and that is Russell Westbrook's clothing line and the NBA partnering to put a bunch of phrases that the NBA did not allow for the back of their jerseys. I mean, good for the NBA, I guess. <laughs> like, honestly, it, it's it's nice. I, I appreciate that they picked Russ of all people. Yes, for sure. I think most fashion-forward, like, NBA player. And very like, outspoken number one. Issues. Yeah, and outspoken, but it's like, it's like, Russ number one. Definitely not James Harden with his whole mass fiasco. <laughs> that was that was still hilarious to me. The fact that he just didn't know. Uh yeah. But yeah, like Russ definitely like he's deserving of this. Mm-hmm. And like it, it like it's kinda like the NBA brand. It's 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 not necessarily NBA branding though. This is the thing. I kinda see it as a cop out because the NBA gets away with, oh yeah, look, we have our players wearing this and this and that. But, like, they don't have to do it, so they don't get the backlash of it, you know? I don't think there is that... I don't think there is that much of fear of a backlash. Bro, we live in the United States. Yeah, and... Have you, for... have you heard about what they're, what they're going on about with the Baseball League? Because Baseball League is talking about maybe implementing some, some, some Black Lives Matter stuff in there or whatever. The Red, the Red Sox have it, like, uh, outside of, like, Fenway Park, like, Black Lives Matter. Yes, and all the tweet comments are, like people absolutely okay. offended and, and like they're so upset about it they're like we don't need to do this we we shouldn't be doing this we should just be enjoying sports and stuff we need a time where we can peacefully be racist and not have to hear about it that's basically what the, i hear are, they, are they the washington team fans they, they gotta be right with the way they're going on about it you think <laughs> the washington no. football team <laughs> no, no like first of all that I can see where it can be a problem for baseball, even maybe football. Mm-hmm. But the NBA does not have that same like demographic issue. Yeah, like they do. Sure, you, not to, you might not have to the a same couple. Extent. You might have a couple. Uh, what is his name? Donald Sterling's or, uh, of the world, but like, it's not like widespread like uh, most like MLB fans or like football fans. I don't know. I've been going through Twitter and it's pretty bad, but it's definitely not as bad as like the NFL or the MLB. But I just wanted yeah. to go re- real quick. I just wanted to go over the list of um all the stuff that like it's going to be included in Russ's line that y- that you can wear. So they got phrases including systemic racism, police reform, I can't breathe, no justice, no peace, break the Wait, cycle. I can't breathe is not one. I can't breathe is one of them. Yep. What the hell, NBA? Yeah, exactly. The NBA, like, they, they were being too passive with it. Norman Powell spoke out about that. He was like, listen, the NBA, I think we should have been able to do it, which they should have. And it's okay if the NBA gives approval to some of them. But I think that's another thing. Because if the NBA, if they say something that's not too bad, like, for example, say they said, I can't breathe, right? The NBA wants mm-hmm. to say no. Then that player can speak out about it and it looks bad on the NBA. So I think they, from a business standpoint, did the right thing. But, like, come on, you should have, like, allowed that one at least. That's like one of the major ones is if if, if, you, if you, it's like the nba doesn't the police okay whatever i like i don't care right it's been like it's been a like one of the most iconic like protest lines because you know the la- two people who are recorded dying have said i can't breathe i can't breathe 
Exactly. It's it's literally happened on more than one occasion. And by the way, I just want to throw this out there um, for the viewers. Uh, Mike and I come from black families. We're both Caribbean. So uh, Mike is Haitian and I'm Jamaican. So we're just throwing that out there. So, you know. Yeah, it's a little bit close up. to home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, okay, what are the other phrases that... Uh... Yeah, finishing these phrases. Uh, I can't breathe, no justice, no peace. Break the cycle. My personal favorite, strange fruit. By any means, power to the people, equality, and am I next? Wait, strange fruit. Strange fruit, yeah. All right, that one's lost on me. I, I got to look that up later. Okay, so strange fruit, like a basic gist of it. It's a it's a Nina Simone song, and the strange fruit is um, it's basically a representation of like uh, black people as the strange fruit that are hanging from the trees. Ah, uh, oh, yeah, that, that yeah. got that's really dark. Yeah, it's morbid. It's 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 definitely one of the more like I definitely see why the NBA wouldn't have included that one. Yeah, I I, I see that. Yeah, but it's a powerful statement, so I, I really I really like that one. And, and it fits like Russell Westbrook is like it's been like one. Um, and like the NBA is taking this seriously. The NBA's have been like for as much as we can criticize, like they're a little quiet, but they let their players speak out. Exactly, and also the um, just the, like with the recent lynchings and everything too, it makes sense. And the NBA has been very lenient with it. It's not like the the NFL. Of course, which that was a shit show. Still so. is, will be. Yes, yes, with the uh, Washington football team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love my league. Uh, probably, almost, I can almost definitely say that it's uh, the best, most progressive league, sports league, like in the world right now. Mm-hmm. So I'm very proud of that and where the NBA is. Also, just quick shout out to my team, the Toronto Raptors, you know, hard hard repping it they they were like they have black lives matters written on the bus and they they've just been wearing shirts for it they've been putting out videos they've been trying to like spread awareness they've been making donations i believe like they've just been they've been doing their thing and i think you know it was wild did you hear about what draymond green said no what so there was a recording of it right and i heard i I read a quote from it so it could have been it could have been wrong but basically the gist of it was draymond green was saying why do they have Black Lives Matter written on their bus? They're a Canadian team. Ah, yes, because there are no black people in Canada. <laughs> exactly, exactly, because there's no black people in Canada, and they're not, they can't show support regardless. Also, they, it's, it's like, Canada's not that far away, like. Exactly, and on top of that. Uh, there's, Canada's there's... closer to me than, say, California. Exactly, and there's there's places with less black population. There's, there's, um... Germany's protesting, UK's protesting, all these other Australia's places. protesting. Exactly, everyone's protesting. Everyone South Korea, support. like if you want to name a place that literally has almost no black people, South Korea is protesting. Exactly. So Draymond, I don't know what you were on when you said that, but you know, it's he's not in the bubble. He, he, he's probably looking at the uh, at a J.R. Smith's the leftover stash. <laughs> oh gosh, no, Draymond is. I don't know. Maybe he got hit too hard being the number one option on the on the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, I think that's just about everything. Unless Mike, you got anything else you want to talk about, real quick? I'm good. I think I think we're good for this episode. Yeah, we had a very solid episode. Thanks for tuning back in off the screen. If you guys made it this far, we love you.
<laughs> yep. We're on. And Sid will be back next week, hopefully. Yep, yep. And once again, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, a bunch of other platforms. Everywhere you listen to podcasts. Any podcast platform, pretty much, usually. Please like and subscribe and follow us on every platform. Put reviews where you can. Like exactly five star ratings. If you got comments, share please. Anybody who who's looking for some good NBA content because you know we've been deprived for four months now. So we got you guys covered. We'll be back next week and later. All right, peace out.